0: Welcome to the FFGF Podcast. We are located in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and our mission is for you to know God and make Him known. We pray this message blesses you today. If you'd like more information about our ministry or how you can partner with us, please go to fredfulgospel.com. Thanks for listening. Good morning. Aren't you thankful for His his presence? Hey, I love the verses where it talks about... um, the difference between those who follow the Lord and those who don't would be, we would be marked by his presence, people of his presence. You know, that we're called to carry it. We're called to carry it to the world. It's not just about church. It's not just about these, I always say four walls. There's more than four in here, I think. But anyways, we're not supposed to keep it in the walls, but this is a place where we're to, where to be filled and then go out and show the world who Jesus really is. Um, so I'm excited about today. I'm gonna be sharing the word with us this morning. And uh, I really feel like... This is, this is something that's on my heart today, and I really feel like it's from the Lord. Uh, I'll just tell you a quick story, just for a few moments, about how this came about this week. I think two weeks ago, somebody came up to me after a, a prayer meeting, at, or it was after a church service. Anyways, they, they came up to me and gave me a word. Don't you, Lord, don't you love when somebody gives you a word from the Lord? It's good, and uh, and they said you're called to Africa and you're supposed to leave this week. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't say that. They said um, they said the Lord. Uh, I feel like I want the Lord wants to tell you that He hasn't forgotten you. Um, have you ever felt like you're in a place in your walk with the Lord where you feel forgotten? It's a horrible thing to feel forgotten, isn't it? To feel alone. To feel not in the priority list line, in the queue of what's coming next, and you feel just like, I feel forgotten. And, uh, and, and, and so my dad asked me to preach earlier in the week, and, and I have on my computer, I have a folder in Dropbox. If you don't know what Dropbox is, I'll tell you later, but I have a Dropbox folder that I have all the sermons that I've preached, and sometimes, as somebody who speaks some, and if the Lord get, begins sharing me, I with me ideas and thoughts and inspiration, I'll write it down, and it won't always become a full thing until maybe so weeks, years, even years later. So so I think two years ago, I wrote in this folder, I wrote um, The God Who Remembers, and the Lord was just speaking to me a couple years ago about how, and we'll get into it in a minute, but how we... We think, we, we so often talk about the forgetfulness of God. God forgets our sins. God forgets the old ways that we used to walk. God forgets, he forgets, he forgives as far as the east is for the west. But we sometimes fail to remember that God is a God who remembers. He's got a good memory. He's mindful of you. He knows you. We're gonna read some verses. I just wanna encourage you, and I feel like this is for somebody today, if not for all of us, and I believe all of us, you're gonna to have to remember it at some point in life because all of you are gonna feel forgotten at times. But I just wanna remind you that you're remembered by the Lord and he's mindful of you. And I just wanna show you some verses today where it talks about God being mindful of his children. And so I wanna pray with you. This message is entitled The God Who Remembers. I'm not gonna ask you to turn to your neighbor today and say The God Who Remembers because I do that every time. So we'll just skip that for today. And I wanna pray with you. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you remember us. God, I love you today. We love you. We thank you for your presence in this place. So God, we just ask... Because we spend the next few moments in your word, God, your presence will be tangible. God, your spirit would be here in the middle of us. And Lord, you be doing the work that only you can do by the power of your Holy Spirit. We just say we love you today. And Lord, we open up our hearts to receive whatever you want to say to us by your word. In Jesus' name, amen. I feel like the enemy didn't want me to share me, this with you today. Because last night I had the uh, greatest migraine I have ever had in my life. And I went to bed at midnight saying, I don't think I, I, don't think I can come tomorrow I don't know what I'm gonna do and uh through the help of the Holy Spirit and ibuprofen I am here today and feeling great and so uh and so I want to share with you the God who remembers have you ever forgotten something before raise your hand if you've forgotten there's a most of you who have forgotten something a few of you who are perfect Uh, uh have you ever forgotten somebody's birthday Ooh. okay good some honest ones. Have you ever forgotten Mother's Day before? One time I forgot to get my mom a Mother's Day card. I am so sorry, Mom. I love you so much. Father's Day. Father's Day is coming up, not this week, but the next week. Don't forget Father's Day. This is a bad one. I've never forgotten this one. But has anybody ever gotten home and realized it was your anniversary and you forgot? No, anybody? There's, there's somebody who's being honest today. It's a horrible thing to forget, isn't it? But it's even a more hurtful thing to feel forgotten because it brings up emotions of loneliness, of insignificance, of insecurity, where you felt like you were already maybe less than and all of a sudden you feel like those feelings were validated because somebody who you loved or care about, you felt like they forgot you. I'm forgotten. You didn't remember me. Uh, We talk so much about the forgetfulness of God don't we? I want to read with you a couple verses about the forgetful, forgetfulness of God. Uh, I know that's an ironic statement because he's all-knowing, and, and, but, but he chooses to forget. 1 John 1.9 says this, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Bible says that when we come to God, he doesn't just forgive, but he forgets and cleanses the things that we've done wrong. I want to read to you from Isaiah chapter 43 verse 25, it says this, I, even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and I will not remember your sins. He says, I'm a forgetful God about your sins. If you come and ask for forgiveness for me, I will not just forgive, but I will forget He says, I will remember no more. I want to read to you a verse we all know. Psalm 103, verse 12 says this. It says, as far as the east is from the west, that's not a destination, that's a direction. As far as that way is from that way endlessly, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. We know God is a forgetful God. He forgets your sins. He forgives your sins. The ways that you've messed up, the ways that you've come up short. He says, not only do I forgive, but I forget. But I want to remind you today that you serve a God who is not just forgetful. He is a God who remembers. You know, I don't believe there's a prayer that you pray that he will forget. I don't believe there's a thing that you've gone through that you can cry out to him and he's helped you with that he will not remember. He is a God who knows you intimately and this is what the world needs to know that this we don't just serve a god who we we fail and we mess up and we come in penance and say god i beg you to forgive me and 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 he and he does and then we leave and we have no interaction ever again that is so many people's view of god that the only interaction they have with god is when they feel shame or they feel guilt for what they've done but god is a god who wants to know you and so it says in psalm 139 verse 13 through 18 for you formed my inward parts you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you for when, for when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Look at this. Verse 16. Your eyes saw my substance, yet being unformed and, your, and in your book, they all were written, the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. Isn't that crazy? That Psalm says, David says through the Psalms that there was a book written about your life that God has written about you. He knew you before you were even born. That sounds like a God who is mindful of his children. He knows you. He remembers you. You're known by God. You're seen by God. You're not forgotten by God. You're not just have a relationship with God where you fail and you come and you ask forgiveness. He forgets your sins and he forgets you. No, he remembers you. He's mindful of his people. Let me just read the last two verses. Verse 17, how precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. God, you're thinking about me. You remember me. You're mindful of me. How great is the sum of them. You don't cross his mind once in a while. He thinks about you all the time. You cross his mind every moment. He's thinking about you. He remembers you. So moments when you feel forgotten, you can know that you're not. And I have a spiritual principle, it's super simple today, but I'm gonna bring it out later. But there's one thing I want you to remember, but verse 18, if I should count them, there would be more in number than the sand. Wow, has anybody been to the beach lately, summer? You seen sand lately? You can't count it, you can't count the sand in your hand. He says he has more thoughts towards you than even the sand by the seashore. Isn't that encouraging today? Are you encouraged? God has not forgotten you. You can feel forgotten. Your emotional state can tell you God has forgotten me and he's not looking at me, but the word of God says what's true and is he remembers you. He's mindful of you. He's written a book about you and he has plans for you. I want to, I was gonna read you two stories this morning, but I'm just gonna read you one because it's, I'm not gonna tell you what time it is. Don't look at your watches. (laughs) <laughs> I wanna tell you, a, read you a story and then some spiritual principles along with it this morning. We have this guy in the Bible named Noah. And Noah, it says in, uh, in Genesis chapter six, I'll read you a little bit about Noah. You probably know Noah if you've been to church before, which some of you have. And, uh, and it says, this is the genealogy of Noah. Genesis ch- six, ch- uh, chapter six, verse nine. This is the genealogy of Noah. It says, Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Wow. And it says, Noah walked with God. I love that. Noah and God had a relationship. Noah and God were friends. Noah followed God, and Noah, it says, walked with God. Verse 10, Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth was also corrupt before God. So Noah walked in a dark generation. You may feel like, as a Christian, I feel so alone. I feel so, uh, I feel so, I'm surrounded by so many people who have no concept of God. Noah was in a generation where, where it says that, uh, that, that the thoughts of man were evil continually. It says the earth was also corrupt for God and the, before God, and the earth was filled with violence. Verse 12 So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. The people on the earth at this point had fallen away from their relationship with God where they weren't mindful of God. But let me just say to you, in every generation there's those people who walk with God and I want to say to you today, God is mindful of you. When you walk with God, when you choose to follow him, when you choose to make him your, uh, your way, your father, the, the one who you follow, he is mindful of his children. So you can know today that if you're a follower of God here today in this place that he has thoughts about you, that he thinks good things about you, that, he, that, that you're on his mind, that you're not forgotten. Noah we know builds an ark, doesn't he? He builds a boat and he takes wood and, and it takes him 120 years. I don't know if I could be committed to anything for 120 years. He takes 120 years and figures out how to build this big boat that God has told him uh, to build because something's going to happen that's never happened before, something called rain. And so Noah builds a boat in the middle of ridicule, people shouting, what are you doing? You're crazy, there's there's not water for miles. You're nuts. And Noah knows he knows God and walks with God and God's thinking is mindful of him and so he continues to obey God. And the flood happens and we know that the earth is destroyed except for those who are preserved in the ark of safety, which is Noah and his family members. And so we see in Genesis chapter 7 verse 17, now the flood was on the earth for 40 days and the waters increased and lifted up the ark and it rose high above the earth and the waters prevailed and greatly increased on the earth and the ark moved out upon the surface of the waters." And the waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth, and all the high hills under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed 15 cubits upward, and the mountains were covered, and and all flesh that moved on the earth died, birds and cattle and beasts and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth and every man, and in whose nostrils the breath of the spirit of life, all that was on the dry land, both man and cattle, creeping thing and bird of the air, they were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive and the water prevailed on the earth 150 days. What a, what a tragic time, isn't it? Because of the turning of God, God has to remove his, from God, God has to remove his blessing and then judgment ultimately comes and so the world is under a tragedy, catastrophe because of the depravity that man has come into. But in the middle of this, there's one man who walks with God. Him And his family. He's a man who follows God. He's a man who loves God. And I want to show you what God does to those who walk with God. And this is an encouragement today. You don't have to be perfect, but if you have a heart to follow God, I want to show you Genesis 8, chapter 8, verse 1 says this Then God remembered Noah. It's weird, right? Because there's only eight people left on earth. How can you? How can you remember something that's obviously there? I just want to, and I'm going to show you in a few minutes what this word "remember" really means. God is not a forgetful God in the sense that He He remembers Craig and then He forgets about Craig and He's Oh yeah, Craig is here. I'm going to bless Craig, and then He goes. No, God isn't doesn't work like that. God is His thoughts are above our thoughts and His ways above our ways. But it, when it says God remembers the the original word, which I'll show you in a minute, it means God was mindful of Noah. His thoughts were towards Noah because Noah walked with God. He remembered Noah. Then God remembered Noah and every living thing and the animals that were with him on the ark and God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters subsided. We know that Noah and his family are saved and the animals with them and they are uh, pushed out back onto the earth and, and, and to restore humanity. But, uh, but God makes a covenant with his people again, doesn't he? And I just was reminded by yesterday, I was out near some water and I saw a rainbow and I was reminded of God's reminder of his unforgetfulness toward us is is a rainbow. He, he, He reminds us that he's not forgetful. So I just want to remind you today that God hasn't forgotten you. Maybe you feel like you're in this place in the middle of even tragedy, Noah's in this place with his family where they're preserved from, from a horrible tragedy where, where millions are, are destroyed and God has preserved them because of their love for God, because they walk for God, and even in the middle, God is mindful of them. And I just want to show you the word, in, in, uh, the word that, me, that the word remember is this. <clears throat> I want to read this to you excuse me, First John 3.20 says this. Look at this. I want to show you that God doesn't forget you. He, he, his mind isn't bad and he has to bring back his thoughts. First John 3.20 says this. For If our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and he knows all things. And so God knows everything. He sees you. He knows you. He knows all things. And he sees everything. Hebrews 4.13 says this. There is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of whom to whom we must give an account. And so God not only knows everything, but he sees everything. So how can God remember us? The word remember is this. The word is zakar. I think it's pronounced Zakhar, something like that. The word literally means this. It doesn't mean to remember like we think of remember. It means to keep in remembrance or to be mindful of. So showing us that God hasn't forgotten you, actually you are in the forefront of God's mind And there comes in moments in your life where you feel alone, you feel in the middle of tragedy, you feel like things and circumstances aren't working out the way you wanted them to or expecting them to, and you feel forgotten by God like this is all outside of his mind. This wasn't God's plan, this wasn't God's way, and I either made a decision to mess this up or something happened, Uh, somebody else did something to me, and now God's plans are destroyed and I am forgotten by God. In the middle of your confusion, and even tragedy, God remembers you. God's mindful of you. God sees you. God knows you. God wrote a book about you. He knows what's gonna happen before before you do. And he's thinking thoughts towards you. Says if he could, if we could write them all down, they would be more than the sand by the seashore. And so I just felt like I wanted to bring you an important Spiritual principle today. Sometimes I'll like have an application, right? and Have like three or four, right? Like three or four points that, are, that you can write down. I don't have that today. I got sick last night. I do not have time for that. <laughs> I, w- I want you to remember one thing today. It's this. Don't let your perception of your circumstances influence your perception of God's faithfulness. You can write that down. I'm going to say it again. Don't let your perception of your circumstances influence your perception of God's faithfulness. Even in the middle of horrible circumstances, God remembers Noah. What well, I was going to read to you, Abraham. Even in the middle of confusion, God saw Abraham, and he says he remembered Abraham. He remembered his promises to Abraham. Why? Because Abraham was a man who walked with God. Why did he remember Noah? Noah was a man who walked with God, and he'll do the same for you. Were these special men? No. They were ordinary people in the sense that they had no uh, status or, or financial uh, thing that lifted them above anybody else, but the thing that God saw was they walked with God. And if you walk with God, and I know you do, he's mindful of you. So I don't want you to think in the middle of tragedy and in the middle of confusion, in the middle of distraction, in the middle of I don't understand and I don't know why this. I don't want you to to leave uh, with the lie that the enemy wants you to believe that God's faithfulness is less towards me right now. Don't let your perception of circumstances change your perception of God's faithfulness. He's looking at you, he's looking at you. He's mindful of you, he knows you. He knows your desires and in fact he put them there. Your desires of your heart if you're asking for God's are from him. And he knows why it's not time for them to be fulfilled yet, but you just have to trust him and say, God, I don't understand, and I've worked, and I've prayed, and I don't get it, but God, I I know that you're thinking about me. (laughs) I know that you haven't forgotten me. I know that you remember me. I know that you're with me, and I know that you're good, so I can trust you that whatever is going on in my life, you're in the middle of it all, and you remember me. And you can know that today, that if you feel forgotten if you feel neglected by God, if you feel like your life has taken a turn off an exit that you did not want to take an exit onto, you can know that God knows and he remembers and he's mindful. That word God remembers doesn't mean he forgot and he said, oh yeah, they're my children. I guess I gotta help them out. No, you are in his mind. He's mindful of you. I wanna read you a few last verses this morning from Psalms 37, and, and I just wanna read you a few more encouraging ver- voices about, excuse me, verses about God's faithfulness towards you. You feel alone today, you can take Psalm 37 and you can see the goodness of God and how it played out in David's life and it'll play out in yours too. Psalm 37, starting in verse three, it says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. I love that picture of feasting, feeding on the faithfulness of God. You know, God says he'll provide for his children what they need. Does that always remain, mean I have exactly what I want? No, but it says, he says I'll provide for you exactly all that you need. So this picture of feeding on his faithfulness, enjoying what he's put in my life right here, right now. I can be thankful for it. I'm thankful for what's up ahead. I'm thankful for the future, I'm thankful for his future goodness and his future plans and his future faithfulness, but I can focus right now on feeding on the faithfulness of God here and now today on June 2nd, 2019. Verse 4, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. There's a whole sermon built around that one, and we won't get into it, but God has given you desires, and you begin asking him to make his desi- His desires your desires, his desires. Don't do the first one. Make your desires his desires and he'll begin to do that. Verse five, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will bring it to pass. Isn't it a beautiful thing in your life where you stay faithful to God and you see the things you've been praying for, he does it in a way that you couldn't do it. And it's just done in such a miraculous way that's like, wow, that was God. There's no other explanation that this happened other than God just, just, miraculously worked on my behalf. And that's what he wants to do. He says, commit your way to the Lord and trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring your righteousness, forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday." This is hard for us, verse seven. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently before him, for him. I don't like being patient. Patience isn't part of my vocabulary, because I, I want it now. I want what I've been praying for now. Come on, Lord. We've been praying about this long enough. Let's do it. Let's get this done. If you don't do it, I'm going to figure it out, right? Wait patiently before the Lord. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way. You know, we need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, don't we? I think one of the hardest things of feeling forgotten is looking into the lane next to you and seeing the people who are running next to you. Whoa, God, they're up there and you left me, I'm back here. What are you doing? And then you look to the other line and, oh, thank God, I'm, they're back there, I'm, I'm good, right? Okay, I can, I can take it easy a little bit. No, don't look at the people next to you for, your, for, for, for validity in what God is doing. Just, just keep your eyes on him and follow him. And he's got thoughts toward you. He hasn't forgotten you, and he doesn't compare you to the people next to you. Why? Because you've got your own unique challenges. You've got your own unique things that you're working through, that you're praying about, that you're seeking deliverance from, that you're growing in. You've got you to, to follow God with, not the people next to you. So you follow God with you. You don't have to follow God with this person's uh, relationship with God and that person's relationship with God, because the, the fault in that is some you'll be discouraged at what God is doing at them. You feel behind, and some you'll be falsely uh, lifted up in pride because you feel like you're in front, but but it says don't look around, but don't be fretful of him who prospers in his way, meaning don't don't base God's goodness on the people around you, Just, just follow him. Verse 18 says this, the Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. Wow, God's blessings towards you, if you follow him, are beyond right now. And you can know that today. If you're a follower of God, if you walk with God, yes, the blessings of God are for this, for this lifetime, but they're also for eternity. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. God will work supernaturally on your behalf if you walk with God. Four more verses, and I wanna pray with you this morning. Sarah, if you could come up and play. Uh, ver- Psalm 37, verses 23 through 26 say this. The steps of a good man and woman are ordered by the Lord. And he says this, he delights in his way. The Lord loves you. It says, though he fall, I think this is so important. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down for the Lord upholds him in his hand. Look at this, David says, for I have been young, but now I'm old, yet, I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. He is ever merciful and lends, and his descendants are blessed. I just felt to remind you today, in the middle of circumstances where you feel alone and forgotten by God, you are not. He has thoughts for you and the Bible says that he remembers those who walk with him. Meaning this, that he hasn't forgotten you and will remember you again. It means he is mindful of you, of every part of your life. Not just your spiritual life, but your natural life, your finances, your children, the things that you're you're asking God to do. Everything in your life, God is mindful of it when you walk with him. And so I just felt today, if you feel forgotten by God, If you feel like God has uh, uh, has pushed you aside and others are being exalted or you feel like you don't understand what he's doing or you feel like you have less than what you need, just remember today that you're in the middle. And as you walk, you begin to see God add to you everything that you need. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, speaking of your natural life, will be added to you. I just love this picture of me following God and every step I take, he's adding to me what I need. And I can feast on his faithfulness. Not for, not for what I want in the future, but right now. God, what can I feed on from your faithfulness right now? What have you done for me today? What can I thank, for, th- thank you for today? How have you been mindful of me this week? What can I give gratitude for you right now? And I just want to end with this. Gratitude is your key to breaking discontentedness. Being in a place where you feel uncontent, dissatisfied, gratitude is the key to breaking that thing. God, I thank you for what you have done. I thank you for where you've brought me from. I thank you for where you're bringing me to, but I refuse to live a life of ungratitude. I will always be thankful. Oh yes, there's more that we want to see. There's more that we want to see God do, but we can always live a life of God. Thank you. I, I want to be grateful. And that will break that habit of living focused on what we don't have so I just want to remind you of this principle today never let your circumstances dictate to you the lie that God is unfaithful that God's forgotten about you he remembers everybody else but it's you he's forgotten that's what the enemy would like you to believe he's remembered everybody else he has good thoughts and plans for everybody else but it's you that he's forgotten today that is a lie from the pit of hell and you can just declare right now in your heart and I, I just want to end in prayer and then our pastor is going to close us in prayer today. But but if this is for you today, if you have some areas in your life where you feel forgotten by God or forgotten by others and you just want to realign your heart and just say, God, I know you're mindful of me today. I know you remember me. I know you have thoughts towards me and I want to walk with you so that you can bless my life and my future and, 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 and my relationship with you. So if that's you, I just want you to raise your hand right now and I want to pray for you pray for me holy spirit i thank you today god that you are mindful of us and so lord even in the middle of tragic circumstances where we feel like you've forgotten and left us god i thank you that that is just a lie from the enemy that the bible says we are not forgotten but you remember those who walk with you so lord we love you today god we thank you that you're mindful of us that you have good thoughts towards us god i thank you that you're with us lord and you never forsake your children and god we're your children here today so lord i pray that each day god you teach us how to feed on your faithfulness god you teach us how to walk in your goodness provided for us every single day we love you today and god i thank you lord that you're mindful of us and that you have not forgotten god you see us right where we are and you haven't forgotten lord i thank you I want to pray one more thing. Lord, I thank you for prayers that have been prayed many months or even years ago. Things that we have even forgotten. God, I pray that you'd begin to answer those prayers in people's lives. And Lord, they would begin to see the faithfulness of God this week, Lord, that you don't forget. So God, I just pray for that for this week. People have prayed things many years ago that they have even forgotten about, Lord, that you would begin to answer and they would begin to see and they would begin to feast on your faithfulness because they're reminded how faithful you are. So God, we love you today. We thank you that you don't forget. Lord, we thank you that you forget sin and and, and cleanse us. But Lord, we thank you that you remember us because you're mindful of your children we love you today. I pray, Lord, that this would sink deep into our hearts. It would become part of our our identity, that we're not orphans. Lord, we're sons and daughters of the King. We're not forgotten, but we're part of His family, and we are welcome in His house. God, we love you today, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.